You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Hey, gods and goddesses. Hey, gods, what's up? We are back. Welcome back to episode 12 of Goddess Culture. Okay, so I know you guys are probably like, uh, we thought you're supposed to put out episodes weekly. Right. But ne- last week we really needed some R&R, like... Honestly. We were going through it. We were at workshops, we was at meetings, we were doing stuff personally, and... I don't know. Life got hectic. So it got, it got real crazy for a second. And yeah. something that Shanice and I promised ourselves was the moment we feel like the episode's not gonna be a hundred percent because, you know, we get busy and life gets busy and sometimes you don't have a second to like debrief and take a moment and regroup. Right. Absolutely. Um and if we think that we're gonna sacrifice the what? What's the word I'm thinking Integrity. Of? Yes, that's exactly the word. The integrity of the episode, then we'll forgo it. And I completely agree, and we had to, because we were exhausted. Like, literally, we were going to sound like... Hello. Welcome, back welcome to episode, to episode 12. 12. We were going to be so tired, like... It was going to be disaster, so we are just like... And then somebody would give us, like, one star, and I would cry. No, sir, that would mess up our rating. And <laughs> we're trying to build our rating. Go rate us on yes, iTunes. Yes, if you're listening on iTunes, please rate, comment, and subscribe. Yes. Your numbers And you get to everything. see it first. Like, it comes out first on iTunes. It drops first. Exactly. So, yeah, you definitely don't want to miss out. So, let's tap into the news. Dun, dun, dun. Right. So, <laughs> so I'd say the shorter of the news uh, that we're going to talk about, news topics that we're going to talk about this week, is Bill O'Reilly mm. talking about our good sis, Maxine. Okay, so let's just hop right into it. He said that her hair <laughs> resembled... James Brown. James Brown. <laughs> like... I don't know if I should feel concerned that he actually knows one black artist, James Brown. But or why the- he felt it necessary to compare her to James Brown. Right. And what pissed me off even more about the entire thing is that he um, ignored all of what she said. Right. Like, the main point, you know, it was them to discuss what she was saying. And instead right. of... He was looking at her. And that's what people do. That's what racist people do. They know they're wrong, or even regular people, anybody. If you're arguing with your man or something, and they know they're wrong, they'll talk about something that has nothing to to do do with the the subject at hand. And that's a problem. Yeah. And even taking this outside of, like, a race issue, because I know that contributed, and Bill O'Reilly really has no room to even joke or kiki about any type of racist topic due to his past. But it's a sexist thing, too. Because, like, if that was a man, you wouldn't have been sitting there comparing right. what woman he would have looked like. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, and you would have listened thing. to what he said and answered, you know, whatever, said the, the appropriate answer. Well, he probably would have said some really inappropriate shit. But, like, you would have answered the question that was being asked Absolutely. or referred to the conversation that was taking place. You wouldn't have completely had this whole shit go left. Right. Right. So I think she responded amazingly too. Like she also said, she said, I am a strong black woman and I cannot be intimidated. And I think that's what they were trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. They were trying to like make fun of her, throw throw a joke in the air, like make people feel like it's not serious. Like make people giggle. I don't think anyone laughed in my opinion. Yeah, because that was was not funny. funny. It really wasn't funny. Like, no. Like, like, I was, when I heard it, I was so astonished. Like, someone said that shit on TV. <laughs> right. I was, like, embarrassed for America. Can I tell you? Every day. Can I tell you? Another reason day. to be embarrassed by America. It makes no sense, honestly. Great. 
But moving on. Yeah. So, we recently saw um, a post about someone... It was a guy. He actually was on trial for a rape he committed, and he got off because his defense argued that he didn't enjoy it. Which is insane. No, this is actually insane. And this taps into rape culture. Like, they're trying to normalize rape and, like, touching women and being aggressive and, like, all that type of stuff. And it's, like, repulsive. And I think it, that's it's weird that this is still a conversation, like, today because... In the last, like, couple of years, it's been, like, a huge uptick in people's disgust of rape. And there's been a lot of focus, especially, like, at schools and, like, college programs and stuff like that, focusing on rape culture, what it is, what it means, how it affects the victim, how it affects our society. Right. And it's just outrageous. And the girl was only 17. And granted, this wasn't in America, it was in Mexico, but still, like, worldwide, if we're going to accept and tolerate these type of things, like, how can we expect, if America tolerates it, how can we expect Mexico to do anything right. different? Like, America is, like, a leader in this. And and what's even, like, the story is, this guy gets off because he didn't enjoy it. Well, like, one, let's think about the fact that you didn't enjoy it because the girl did not enjoy it. Like, she was she probably want to. fighting you back. Like, and it was like a group, like him and his friends. I'm so disgusted in this. Like, it's repulsive. And it also goes with the story of the the guy who was a swimmer who yeah, was ra- raping a, a girl student. behind a dumpster. She was unconscious, by the way. Unconscious. And then her father, I mean, his father had the nerve to write the judge and basically be like, he's only a kid. How, like, don't make, don't let one mistake, like, ruin, ruin his, his entire life. life. But I'm like, well, that girl, what about her life? her entire life so he gets six months in jail he actually was recently let go and he only served three months because of good behavior so if you're giving people a slap well if you're giving caucasian people a slap on the wrist because just they make do, sure we're doing that for you know i can't even say make sure we do that for everybody you know everybody just needs to be punished the way they're supposed to be punished everybody should go to jail black white crimes. purple orange multicolored. like i don't care what you are if you rape and like touch someone and they like did not want you to, and they said no, like, go to jail. And have someone throw that damn key away. No, seriously. (laughs) Let someone do that to you so we can see how you feel afterwards. Right, and then figure out how you would feel if the person got away with it. It just just really disgusts me, this rape culture thing. And I feel like now, like, everyone's just, like, literally doing what the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. No one cares. Yeah, so at this point, I honestly feel like we all just need to go ahead and lift them all up in prayer. <laughs> Super prayer. I mean, whoever you pray to, I think you should just go ahead and just stick these types of people in there because we cannot normalize behavior like this. At all. Well, on some more positive notes, our affirmation of the week is inspired by our sis, Alex L., um, and her new book, Neon Soul. The affirmation is, I am soft, but I am sturdy. Mm. Um, and I think that is a great segue into our goddess talk, which will happen later. But um, just remember, it's okay to still be soft. As a woman, you don't always have to be hard and feel like you have to be the boss all the time. Because that gets tiring and it gets exhausting and it puts a lot of weight on our shoulders. And we don't allow ourselves to... Um, share the burden sometimes but at the same time there's power in you being sturdy and being strong and knowing that whatever it is 
you can shake it, you know, that you have the strength to really handle what you need to handle, how you need to handle it. I agree a hundred percent because I always, I'm always the one who's like, now I'm a thug. Like I'm not crying. Like yeah. I'm a thug. Like I gotta be a thug. Like, you know, but it's like, sometimes I just want to cry. <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> I just want to like sit there and like sulk almost like just like be in my feelings, like yeah, in my bed. You're supposed to experience it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. But yeah, moving on to our unboss. Yes. So for unboss, we have Whitney Kearney. She actually was given um, a suggestion. (laughs) She was a suggestion. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking y'all suggestions for our unboss segment. She's located out of Jacksonville, Florida, and specializes in handmade clothing. So um, she designs each piece by hand, um, and then she makes it with the everyday girl in mind. So if you go to her Instagram, it's at Whitney Kearney. W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-K-E-R-N-E-Y. So you can see some of her designs. Love her colors that she uses. Um, And then if you see a piece that you like or want to have her make something customized for you, you can shoot her an email at WhitneyKearney at Outlook.com. And, of course, we'll post all of her information on our social media the day that we release the episode. So make sure you guys look out for that. She looks dope. Like, I saw the makeup bag. I like the pink one with the the print on the inside. Uh-huh. She looks really cool. I definitely want to get Support. something. Maybe she could throw us a, a promo code. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It's definitely support. Support small businesses. Exactly. And as you guys can see, we're not only supporting in our local area because we are New York, New Jersey. Um, she's all the way in Florida. So, if you yes, have anyone businesses, companies from all over, you feel that you um, want to share your information or have your information shared on our show, just shoot us an email or sign us a DM and we'll get you on the show. Yes. So, just to segue right into our goddess talk today. So, recently, Jordan and I were invited to do our first workshop. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Goddess Experience Workshop. Yes. So, our workshops are listed under our workshop tab on our website. And we have about four different um, segments we do. And then the last one is called kind of the Goddess Experience, where we touch on a little bit of each of the three workshops. So, we had a workshop last week, which includes why we needed that R&R, because we were prepping and preparing and sweating and hurrying presenting. and <laughs> lost by the school and presenting and everything. And it was a lot. So we needed that break, but it was all worth it. It absolutely was. Um, we had an awesome time. We want to shout out Black Freedom Society. Yes, at New Jersey City University. Yes, they're, they were amazing. The vibes in the room, everyone was like involved. Yeah, it was great because a lot of people were talking and it made us feel like we weren't just sitting there preaching yeah. to the audience. We're like... We didn't sit at a desk or like you know necessarily stand up at the front of the classroom. We were like chilling on chilling. the table. Yeah, it was front. almost it like was we a were conversation. There. Yeah, we were like a part of the group, mm-hmm. and they also gave us some really cute shirts that we're gonna post the picture in because we love them, and mm-hmm. it was just great. But um, something that we t- we um tapped into is a post that we saw on Instagram, which I'm gonna read to you guys. So, um, a Redskins lion, a Redskins player, this is football, I'm guessing, because I don't know, (laughs) he tweeted and he said, or he posted and he said, why do black athletes marry white women? So, this was the question that he posed to, like, the audience. And the response he got from one person was, the answer is simple, brother. 
Most of the sis, most of sister, the sisters were raised in broken homes, and they don't have proper guidance to how they should treat a man. So they mess up in a lot of relationships. The biggest difference is a white woman knows her position, and accepts her role as a woman, and let her man lead. He's obviously has bad punctuation. But black women believe it's 50-50 and you have to be uneducated to ever think such a thing. Black women are stubborn, closed-minded, and always want to argue and be the boss. Men don't like that shit, especially if your your successful young black athletes are looking for a woman to submit, submit and do their part. And they handle business. Men need peace of mind and you don't get that with black women. So before we jump into this ignorance, he actually can't write. So I felt really like it was really I was struggling to read it almost because he just didn't punctuate. He put do instead of two. And it's just like it was bad. Right. Punctuation, grammar off. Right. But the content. Go ahead. Get into the content. So initially we received this information like, you know, the Redskins player asked the Dolphin whoever plays for the Dolphins, whatever, answer the question. But we did hear recently that it could have been a fake account and that it wasn't actually a Dolphins player. But that's neither here nor there. Regardless of who said what, someone still feels this way, right? Right. So so let's, let's just break it down. Because yeah. I feel like there's a whole bunch of inaccuracies in it. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like we got to put a reasoning behind it. Because people like this, they go around and spread ignorance. And if there isn't like an explanation or an understanding... Or somebody or, can just shut this shit down. Right. It perpetuates. It perpetuates. And unfortunately, like, that's our job. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's, let's, let's first start. talk about um, how you said all black women come from broken homes. Yeah. Okay. Broken homes. Okay. In order to break a home, <laughs> one of the parties have to depart. Right. Nine times out of ten, uh-huh. it is the black man uh-huh. who is breaking the home. Am I right or am you, I wrong? You're right. So you're going to sit here and discourage and talk down to a woman because one of, the, one of her parents decided... To lead. Right, which has nothing to do with her. So so even even taking that that a step further or backwards, um, how you said there's two parties and one person has to decide to depart. Now I know there are gonna be people who would be like, This is systemic, this you know, the reason black men do what they do is because, you know, they were taken from the families and the homes when they were slaves and you know, they didn't have that example. At this point in society I'm going to call bullshit on that. Bullshit? Because when you know better, what do you do? You do better. Okay. And at this point, we know for sure as a clear fact that black men tend to leave their families, leave their homes. And you know what? This is not even just black men. I'm going to go as far as say it's a man thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, at this point, we're talking about our community. Right. But if you know, like, any grown-up person knows in their heart of hearts that to leave a family is to leave all the responsibility on one person. And imagine how hard that could be, especially if it is a home of more than just one child. Exactly. So then not only, and I know this from personal experience, I mean, I don't have any kids, but my mom was a single mom. I knew what it was like. I witnessed, and I was the oldest, so I got, you know, I got to see it the most. Right. What it's like for a mom have to be a mom and a dad. My mom had sons, so she had to teach a boy how to stand up and pee. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, she had to teach me how to do my hair, but she also had to pay the right. bills. Like and have a job. And, and 
figure out babysitting during the day when we aren't we when we weren't old enough for school yet or figuring out what schools we're gonna go to. She had to make these decisions by herself. That's not to say she didn't have a family to help her, but that's not fair. And do you think that shaped you towards you know, being the woman you are today. Let me tell you how it's even more important for me after experiencing that to make sure that I can do whatever I can in my power when I have children to be, to like basically be a part of a two parent household. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like to his excuses, these black women come from broken homes and they don't know how to keep a home or whatever. Right. But, and I'm not going to say there aren't some women who, you know, experience that and they don't have that guidance and they, you know, living in a two-parent home with their spouse and children is a goal for them. However, there's a great deal of us who are. And to generalize, you know, I feel about being generalized. Right. It pisses <laughs> me off. Okay. But anyhow, um, yeah, like I said, experiencing that made me want, you know, that picture-perfect living in a house with the mom and the dad and the babies, you know what I'm saying, t- all right. together even more. Right. And that's, that's the thing. Like, how dare you? Any, you know... Um, so it, it's there's a statistic I can't remember the numbers, but it's basically the more educated you are, the more likely you are to um, like maintain that kind of stereotypical um, like perfect household. Not that any household's perfect, like but I'm saying, image. but I'm saying like st- like two people staying married. So like the higher education is, the longer people stay married or something like that. Really, I read, I read this somewhere. That's not to say that all educated people stay together because we right. know that's not to be true. But what what have you? Um, black women right now are the highest educated people in America. Really? Yes, we are. And that feels good to hear because... Praise God. I can remember him saying in this post, uned- uneducated so much, so I can't wait to touch on that. Right. So, we're not only are we highly educated, we're among the top group in America right now to be educated, and you're telling me that we don't know... How to, how to keep a home. Okay. Uh, but this is also... We're not trying to sit here and say that Black men shouldn't date white women. Yeah, not at all. Not love at who all. You love. love who you love. And for someone to even pose this type of question is kind of ignorant in itself because we're at this stage right now where we're trying to learn acceptance. Mm-hmm. We're, we're accepting people of transgender. We're accepting people, same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Everything is going into the direction of acceptance. And this whole, you know, like recently there was the whole love wins thing. That yeah, I love that. Yeah, and that that's not just, you know, for gay marriage or you know what I'm saying right love wins is for everyone and it's not just relegated to one certain group but for loving across races as well so we're not saying that you can't love white girls or you can't (laughs) love white men right love whoever you want like that's the best part of being able to do what you want but what we are saying is you don't tear down another race because you want to justify what you're doing right you really don't. You don't have... Everyone could win. Everyone mm-hmm. could be in love with whoever they want to be and everybody else could just shut up. Mm-hmm. But instead, you want to put out your negative... You know what? Let's just keep going because okay. <laughs> So his I next can't. point, white women know their position. Position. Please tell me what my position is. Well... Because God only gave me one position, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's to be me and mm-hmm. to do what I want and to serve God. Because I don't know another person on earth that's walking to pretend to be God because it damn sure ain't the black man. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, play my position. Yeah, I can't speak on the white experience, um, you know, and how they handle their man, their men because I am not a white woman. But what I can say for me is the moment a man tells me to know my position yeah, or... I mean, how about you know that you know that gift 
where the, he throws up the deuce and he just and he disappears. disappears. <laughs> Bruh. No, that's really, Can you I, stand there I, like. Because I couldn't even argue with him because I'm, that would, like, he's so ignorant. There, right. there are no words. There are no words. And it's just so sexist. Like, it it's sexist. It's, ugh. To know your position as if, as if like being a woman isn't enough. Like, now I have to be a woman, but I have to be quiet. Right. Now you don't want the household to be 50-50. You have to be 100-0. Mm-hmm. But I should cater to you. And I honestly, I really can't even put my finger on a white woman that I know that does that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have this, like, imaginary image depicted from cartoons. From pop culture. Yeah, honestly, from pop. because if you look at movies and basketball stuff. Basketball-wise. They, de- honestly. Or, like, those they, shows. Yeah, popular culture, movies, TV, all that type of stuff, like. It will give you the portrayal that all white women just sit back and just do what they're told. Right. And there's that's not a, there's, true. First of all, one, there's women of every race, culture, and creed that do that. But there's also women of every race, culture, and creed who decide that's not what they're going to let happen in their household. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, as a woman, you shouldn't... If someone tells you to play your position, white, black, orange, purple, multicolored, like, you should be like, huh? And you know, it's insulting that he said that because... So there's like a hierarchy. So we all know that the white man's on the top. After the white man, obviously, is the white woman. After the white woman is the black man. And then under the black man is the black woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We talked about this at our program. Exactly. So not only do we support you when you need it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we help you through whatever you're going through. We help you build your dream, do what you have to do. Um, and you are okay with leaving us at the bottom of your shoe. And that's not cool. If anything, I can't be with somebody who doesn't look at me as an equal. Right. Like, we're not, I'm not walking through life behind you. That's not how this is going to work. Right. And in the Bible, not to always go back to the Bible as a reference, but the Bible says that women were created through the man's rib. Mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, I may not be a doctor or I may not be a, a freaking bonologist or whatever. <laughs> but like the rib is on the equal side of the man. Like it's the next. Yeah, it's like by right side. by your side. So if we came from the rib, we didn't come from the foot. Right. I popped out right next to you. What you talking right. about? Right. We popped out right, right, right out <laughs> your ribs. So at the end of the day, like. The respect that you expect, I expect as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play a role or succumb to some position that you assume that I should play because I'm a happy, doting wife mm-hmm. or anything like that. I would rather be alone, in my opinion. Yeah, same. But I just, you know what? We just have so much to talk about. We got to gotta go on. <laughs> so the next thing he said was that we're stubborn, close-minded, and always like to argue. Oh, you know what? And I don't want to be, I'm not even trying to say he's right or stuff, but when you're put in a position as a black woman where you're constantly, you know, you see what your mother went through, you see what the females around you went through, mm-hmm. you automatically go on attack mode. Mm-hmm. And you're that's on guard. You're, you're you on guard. And you're, you're scared because you see what your ancestors and people before you went through and how they had to move. So it's like now you're scared. Mm-hmm. And as a man... And especially a black man who has a mother, who may have a sister. You know, I would expect you to support that and mm-hmm. to understand that. And maybe try to ease some of that. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me have to be on guard with you. I feel like at the bare minimum. <laughs> like At the bare minimum, that's the least you else, can do. At least don't make me feel like I always have to come back at you. Or I always have to stand firm with my decisions because you don't support them. You know what I'm saying? Or, I don't know. It's so crazy. Because, you know, I can, I, I can say, I, um, 
I don't always like to argue, but I know it takes a minute for me to get there. But when I get there, I'm gone. Right. Like, I shoot at 100 when I'm arguing sometimes. Yeah. So that's something that I personally have to work on. But how about y'all don't make it so I have to argue with you? Right. And not not all of us argue, but Jordan particularly, I don't (laughs) like to, but it happens. But don't push me to that point. And how about I'm going to do my best to not push you there either? What's what's really crazy to me is that when we were actually at the workshop, someone like agreed with what um, the guy said in the post. And it's really strange because she was also a black woman and she, what did she say again? Well, I, what she was saying was that uh, she was kind of playing devil's advocate in right. saying that um, that may have been, like just how there are women who aren't this way, it may have been his experience that there were women who were that way. Or were the extremes of what he was um, experiencing. So a woman coming from a black home and not knowing how to maintain a household. Um, you know, the woman feeling like she's the boss too. Um, and her being stubborn, closed-minded, and liking to argue. Now, to an extent, I see where she's coming from. That if that was his experience, then he would be deterred. However, um, it's just weird to me to want to put off Every black woman, because you had a bad experience with a black right. woman. Right. That's like, you go to a supermarket, you know you like strawberries. One day you get a bad batch of strawberries, you're like, I'm done with strawberries. All strawberries in the whole entire world is bad as hell. I don't want to see a strawberry. Like, mm-hmm. going in, like, maybe you got a bad batch. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're picking skills and looking at the strawberries to tell if it's fresh or good or not. It's your fault, or, your own insecurities, your maybe, blindness. Maybe you're picking the strawberries from the wrong place. Right. Stop going to the because 99 I was going to say, and there's no problem. Like I'm, I'm not from like a upper class neighborhood. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm from like, definitely not the ghetto, more like the hood is like where I'm from. Right. And I'm not saying every girl who's there, you know, doesn't deserve some type of perfect gentleman who's going to help her get the life that she wants. I'm not saying that at all. However, if you go into the hood, and the only girls you're picking up is hood girls who like to argue, then that's what you're going to get. Right. Maybe, try to emphasize, go to school. Or <laughs> a freaking office building. Or a uh, church. I don't know. <laughs> right. Stop meeting people at the club and thinking you're going to bring them home. And, and it's going to be all love. White, black, purple, orange. If they're at the club nine times out of ten, they're not there to meet the husband. They're there to have a good time. Like, okay. I'm not going to the club to find... My future... My fiancé. My fiancé. Like, I'm not. I'm going to the club to, like... Get a drink and chill with my girls. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you're picking in the wrong place is what we're all, we're really saying. Yeah. That could be a possibility of why he's not finding the black, type of black woman that he's looking for. I mean, granted, I don't think anywhere he's going to find an abundance of... All those qualities uh, that he's looking for. Black servants. You right. know, I, slavery ended a, quite a few years ago, and I don't think he's going to find a... a a slave anytime uh, right. soon. Like a bunch of black women who are going to tuck their tail and just do what he says do. I don't think he's going to find find a lot of those, but... Or women in general, like... I, I just don't get what type of woman he's... Like, what? Because uh, I could tell you, if, if I saw... If I had a friend who was white and was acting like that, like, uh, just doing what he said do, I would have to come to her like, sis. Right, let me come to you as a woman. Because <laughs> at this point, you're embarrassing me. Like, I'm going to need, like, you know, like, I just can't. It's just, he just might be slow. 
And we may have to chop it up to that. He might be just not mentally prepared for the world. He's not strong enough for a strong woman. And that's he what that tells weak. me. That's what that tells me. He is weak He's as not shit. strong enough to handle a woman who knows what she wants. Because if I'm bringing... 50% to the table. Why would you tell me no? And even if I'm... even if, Maybe his standpoint is he's paying the bills and he's providing the house and all that kind of stuff. So, like... You chose to do that. But how about this? You know, I think it was... Who did I say? I want to give Steve Harvey the credit if it wasn't Steve Harvey who said it. But some black man said it. <laughs> what did he say? But he was basically like, I don't know why men feel the need to think they're, like, better than black women or more important and more powerful because whatever we do... The woman makes it better. Yeah, we buy her a house. He makes she makes makes it it a home. home. You buy her food, groceries. She makes it a meal. You know what I'm saying? You give her, you shoot the club up. She gives you a family. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) no, seriously. And at the end of the day, like, what are you without women? mm -hmm. We withstand pain and agony, and I've seen women do things that I. I wish I was half of that Can woman. I tell you? So, I have a tattoo on my side that says resilience. And um, I'm very intentional about the tattoos that I get on my body because obviously they're here forever. But um, I got it because when my grandmother... So, my grandmother passed... Well, great-grandmother passed when I was a senior in high school. And she was the matriarch of our family. Um, I don't know. I've never met a woman more regal, classy, and headstrong and graceful, I would say, like, to describe her. So when she, she was very important to, like, my all my aunts, like, my mom um, and her three sisters, well, her two sisters now, um, and just, like, the whole family. Like, my grandmother was the type of person that if something was wrong, you could come to her, and she would make it better with her words. If you did something horrible, she would curse you out without using a curse word. Like, but she would make you, after that conversation, be like, okay, how am I going to better myself? Um... She passed and it was hard for my family, but I had never seen um, anyone, any group of people pick the, a family up by their bootstraps. And the people who did that were my mom and my two aunts. And those were women. So the word is resilience because as sad as they were, as heartbreaking as they were, that she was gone and they couldn't talk to her, see her, visit her. They knew that my family needed some type of support to help get us through that time. So I don't know what this man thought. He was just going to get some simple-minded chick. That's right, not that going to get you through anything. She can't weather the storm? Yeah. Who's going to weather the storm? Because when when shit goes bad and she's counting the the money and she's out and you're, what? Crying to your black mom. <laughs> okay. Or your black grandma. Or your black sister. Or, exactly. You know what? And this is just a message to all men out there. Stop general, generalizing. Yeah. Like, it makes you weak. It's unattractive, and honestly, like, we just want to... You're blocking your blessings. Yeah. You never know. When people be like, I just, I only date this type. Like, what? You know how much you're missing out there? Mm -hmm. I wish I could literally just not even date, but, like, sit down and talk to people from every different culture, because every time and everywhere I travel and everywhere people I've been in conversation with, I'm learning something, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Like, I learn... One culture, what they respect and what they deserve. Like, I learn what what things I think are crazy. Like, um, like I don't know. Like, I saw a video that in... Don't quote me. I want to say... Uh, like, it's like a third world country. I don't even want to say the name because I don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about how 
it's normal to beat their wives. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, that's normal in places. Like, he literally said that if you don't slap your wife, you're considered, like, in our terms, like, whack. Mm -hmm. Like, not strong, not the head of the household. So you're telling me in order to be a man, in order to be about what you're saying, in order to, I don't know, like, walk stand tall and whatever you think that you are a be this does. macho man whatever you have to tear someone else down like, that means you're not strong enough that means you're not and I really wish like somebody would swing on me so that I could just like show y'all that I'm really about <laughs> this life like I will really fight you not that I'm promoting violence like I'm really not because I changed my life remember in the previous episodes I'm not fighting no more guys like I'm good but really how like how can you justify you know, beating a woman. And I'm sitting there watching the video and I'm like, wow, this is their, this is their reality. Views. This is the, yeah, this is the, what the women are saying it too. You know, for a long time in the States, it was like that. Like I couldn't go, like if you were a man, you couldn't go and like, well, not even a man. If you were a person, you couldn't, you would get in more trouble for going out and beating somebody else up. You would get in no trouble for going and beating your wife or raping your wife. Disgusting. Yeah. Double standard. Because at one point we were considered property too. Property. But we not both anymore. have blood. But we I'm both not have anymore. the same bones. And I put my pants on the same way you do. And I'm probably making. I could be making more money. <laughs> and maybe that emasculates you. But guess what? That's your problem, not mine. So right. I don't have to stoop down to big you up. That's not how this works. Right. And it's so rare, like in my opinion, do I hear women talk down about black men. Like, I'm trying to, like, I, maybe it's the people I surround myself around or, like, I do, I date black men. Like, it happens. Yeah, like, some of them suck, you know? And, you know, you with your girlfriends, you're like, uh-uh, he's whack, like, da-da-da. But, like, on a public outstanding and make that type of comment, yeah, black like, men, da-da-da. We don't see, we don't see very don't many, see. like, black figures out here trashing dudes on yeah, the internet. You know what I'm saying? We don't. And it, it's scary because when, it, when anybody does this, but especially in this case, it gives people who have a center, a, like, a similar sentiment and makes them feel like their opinion is okay. You know? Mm. And that's scary. You put, yeah. Like, that's, like, how really Donald Trump got popular. And that's also how the um, Holocaust started with the... Facts. With the guy. What's his name? Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. Like-minded people create chaos. Mm -hmm. And it could be good chaos. Like, I don't know, freaking Harriet Tubman doing the Underground Railroad. Right. Or it could be bad chaos. Like, Hitler telling all the um, Germans that Jewish people are stealing our money. They're bad for the business. to diseases Dise and whatnot. Creating diseases. How can you say that? And because we all think alike... In that circle, you're going to be like, wow, he got a good point. Mm -hmm. No, he don't got a good point. <laughs> I hope this sparks everybody to think for themselves, men and women alike. We just It needs to be a conversation because I really didn't see that many people speak out about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we really and ladies, tore it up. I know we said this before, but if you feel that you have to bend yourself out of shape to fit a mold that a man has created for you. He got to go. He, he got to go. You got, everybody got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just moving, moving forward. You are enough. You and are. it is okay to be soft but sturdy whenever mm -hmm. you want to be. And nobody, and I mean nobody, can depict 
you know, who you are. Yeah. And nobody should tell you how you should be if you need to be in a relationship with them. If that's how he feels, then he is not the one for you. And also, whoever was saying that all black women are this way, you need to find another type of black lady because we're not all... Right. Exactly what you said. I'm sorry. That was my stomach. Was, <laughs> I'm just really hungry. <laughs> we're so hungry. Like, we're starving. But yeah, moving on. So let's just tap into Fresh Face. So today I wanted to talk about whitening strips. So I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm going to be really, really brief with it because there's only but so much you can talk about with whitening mm-hmm. strips. So I um actually have both methods. I have the light that, you know, the celebrities be putting on their teeth and they be like, Taking their little pictures. I didn't buy it because a celebrity bought it. I actually got it because my mom got it for me for free. And anything for free is usually something great. Right. Secondly, I got regular Degla Crest White Strips from Amazon, which are definitely cheaper, which we're going to post on our new Fresh Face segment on our website. If you mm-hmm. haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. It's everything we talk about in Fresh Face on the website. So you don't even have to look anymore. So just to tap into whitening strips, the good. They do work. So I use the Crest Strips, the Glamorously White. It's in like a purple box. It's shaped like, what shape is this, Jordan? It's like a hexagon. Um, yeah, it's like a hexagon shape. Like a square, but with the sides like. <laughs> a trapezoid. That's a what it is. A trapezoid. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to geometry, man. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan for knowing her shapes. So it's shaped like a trapezoid and it's like in a purple shimmery box. And um, it came with about 24 strips. So that's about two weeks worth. So the bad about it, when you use the strips, it tells you to keep it on for 30 minutes. But what I did with the first week, because I did the first week before I did this, um, wanted to talk about it. So with the first week, I noticed I didn't really see a difference when I kept it on for 30 minutes. So this may be wrong as hell and it actually may not be right. But I did keep it on for an hour (laughs) now during the second week because I am going on vacation soon and I want my pearly whites to just be a little bit wider. Shine bathe, look at name I want them to be a little bit wider. So I'm just trying to, you know, try different ways um, that this can happen. So, yeah, one bad thing is that it does make your teeth sensitive. I'm so afraid of that. It's so sensitive. Like, you, you, especially if you keep it on for the hour like I'm doing for the second week, I would say use Sensodyne toothpaste mm-hmm. or Tom's toothpaste in the rapid um, sensitive formula. Because they don't have, it doesn't have any mint to it. It's really just a paste to do the cleaning. But I would also recommend going in after with the mouthwash because you could never feel fresh without that minty ting in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just me. And maybe try using alcohol free because your gums are gonna be sensitive. Right? Oh yeah, your gums are sensitive. But when you put the whitening strip on, you want to make sure that you don't put it on your gums. And that's what I learned from the first week. I did the first week. I want to say the beginning of February. So now I'm going into the second week and it's like about about to be April. So I just, I know more, you know, you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. So I know not to put it on my gums and I know how long to keep it on. I know how to like bend it in the backwards so that it's not on my gums as well, just to make sure that it's completely just on my teeth. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had any irritation like I did the first time because I was just throwing it on there and just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's just the bad. And the ugly is these whitening strips are expensive. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That box of 24 was not $20. It wasn't $30. It was $52.99. $52 American dollars and 99 American cents. (laughs) That is a lot of money, in my opinion, for whitening strips. But I will say that they are effective. And 
I enjoy using them because I really want my teeth white and I want them white quick. I don't mm-hmm. have time to go to the dentist and make an appointment and do that whole thing because I leave in a week and I just need a week cleaning quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's effective. It yeah. really is. So we're going to have it all up on our fresh face slide segment portion page, page. there we go <laughs> on our fresh face page on our website so you guys could check it out and if you have any questions comments concerns and if y'all see fallout um do not uh dm us <laughs> right we don't answer those types of we emails. are not held responsible for any teeth going consult with your dentist if you have questions um no i'm serious we are not healthcare professionals we are not held liable but yeah, I love it. Ting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Oh yeah, this was a long one. It was so. Basically, f Bill O'Reilly as usual. <laughs> as um, usual. Our affirmation is "I am soft, but I am sturdy." Our unbossed is Whitney Kearney. Goddess talk, girl. Hit us with the main points from the goddess talk. So let's just talk about it. You know, real quick. When we do not all come from broken homes. Mm-hmm. And if we do, we don't always create them. Right. We almost never create them. And if we <laughs> are, you know, you should be supportive because if a woman comes from a broken home, you should show her that you could build a home with her and it won't be broken. Hello. Because unfortunately, a lot of us do come from broken homes sometimes. Uh, white women know their position. You trash for that statement. Did you hear that? I just had to say it again in just full... Positions are for football fields and basketball courts. Right, not for human beings. Okay. Sorry, that was very, very, very wrong. And we are not always stubborn. We don't always have closed mind, and we always don't like to argue. Though I very, I sound very hostile right now. I do understand that, but it gets us upset every time. Yeah, it makes every my chest time, tight. every time. And then and also, check out our fresh, fresh face page. Like Shanice said, is uh, goddessxculture.com slash fresh face, no spaces. And then, if you would like to see Goddess Culture at your school, ooh, um, or at your job, or at your church, wherever, right. we are so excited to come and do a workshop for you guys. Our summers are already like exciting. Like, it we is have so many stuff going on. We cannot wait yes. to drop flyers. Or so, anything. um, if yeah, if you like to have some sort of collaboration with Goddess Culture, of course, you email us at Goddess. At, I'm sorry, gcinfo at goddessxculture.com. Um, we are open to a lot of things. So if you have some good ideas, shoot us those emails. Yeah. And that's a wrap.